All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. You need a new intro. <clears throat> you get that same shit every it's time. Coughing. I was coughing. You need something new. Boys and girls, thank you so much it's for like you're tuning at a carnival. in to the one and only Big Honker Podcast, the number one waterfowl podcast in America. Uh, do you have facts to back that up? No, I have no facts, but we my mother said that I'm very good at what I do. We have <laughs> we have grown tremendously since we've been doing this. You know why? It's because we got a guy like Josh Stoner. He's got a face for radio. We're, I thought it was a voice. No, it's a face. Yeah. yeah. Right. Your face Where's isn't Blake? for TV, but your voice is. Is Blake sleeping on your couch? Blake is sleeping. In the office? We will let him sleep because uh-huh. he's like a big grizzly bear. This mic keeps sliding down like a pair of panties. That's all right. They do that when I'm around. Let's, t- let's, let's, let's change it up a little bit today. Let's, let's talk about Dive Bomb. Okay, let's talk about Dive it. Dive Bomb Industries, the number one silhouette on the market. Uh, I don't think that's even close anymore. No. M- maybe when we started the podcast, it might have been a little close, but like they're blowing the competition out of the water. You, you see all the competition trying to make new products yeah. and keep up it's with sad. the Joneses and Rushing it out of the door, and yep. it's expensive, it's a piece I, of shit. I saw one of the sponsors, has got, or not one sponsor, one of the com- competitors mm-hmm. has got a new decoy coming out, and it's three times the cost of Dive Bomb. Ooh. Yeah. How the hell can you get... It's can, unreal. You, the product's not as good, and it costs three times as much. That's nah, terrible. That's not a marketing tool. No. It's just marketing for And Zesser. it doesn't even look as good. Nope. So if you're wanting to get in the Dive Bomb, or get in the silhouette game, you need to get Dive Bomb decoys. That's off-season's coming for most everybody except the snow goose guys. <laughs> snow goose guys, I am not a snow goose hunter, but if my fat ass was going to waddle in the mud to go put a bunch of decoys out, I would much rather have some dive bomb snow silhouettes than anything else. Dive bomb and socks. socks. Yes, socks. Tall socks. socks. Tall socks. socks. Hide in them. Silhouettes. We've been doing a little bit of that this year, hiding in the tall socks. Oh, yeah. Seemed to work. So, divebombindustries.com for all of your silhouette needs. And sock needs. And sock needs. Full bodies are just a thing of the past. And the new dagger. Yep. Did y'all, I'm going to use that on my, I got a crane hunt tomorrow. Uh, Did they use it this morning? I think they did. I'm going to use it on my crane hunt tomorrow. Nothing else. It's going to be a man-sized finisher for... You know, <laughs> the, the evil word that we don't speak yeah. of. It's going to be a man-sized finisher. I'm going to put that right through a crane crane skull. <laughs> Anyways, look them up at DiveBombIndustries.com. We are also brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. Bismuth is changing the game. I it, love it. It's unfucking real. It just crunches them. I feel bad. My guys were shooting Boss today, and a pair of candidates came in, and 10 guns unloaded on these poor little bastards, all shooting Boss. I don't think it had a solid bone in their body. Did Lou have anything to pick up? It was mushy. Mm. It was mm-hmm. ugly. And, and you know the people that coming through our blinds shooting boss is amazing. Which is a lot of that is because the I podcast. Because it's eight to out of ten people. Yeah, boss is the way to go. Least. I mean, I'm telling you, I had a guy from Las Vegas today. It's coming next week, and he just messaged me and go, and he said, "Hey, will they send direct? If you call Boss Shot Sales and you order." Tell them to send it to Big Honker Lodge. They got their address. We get boxes every day from them. Oh, they know. They will send your product here. You ain't got to worry about the shells going through the airport. Just come to the Stanfield Hunt Office. Go right in the office, and Big Fat Tony can give you your <laughs> Tony's in charge of ammo that now. That boss allows me to snipe specs out of Andy's feet. <laughs> once you get the... Uh, yeah, once I get my lead right, she's <laughs> deadly. <laughs> and the 28 gauges are sweet. So anyways, The best part, and, and they're all, all American made. They're great people over at Boss. Uh... I cannot speak highly enough of them. 
BossShotShells.com. We're also brought to you by Lucky Duck. Got some new backboards in from them. Backboards, blinds, spinners. Everything. They do everything. doing it all. LuckyDuck.com. You can't have enough spinners. Uh, We're going into the backboard game now. The blind is phenomenal. You can fit four fat asses comfortably. Me, Blake, Jeff, and Tony could fit in there. With a with a with a little buddy heater. With wreath, probably too. Yeah, I mean, it's just you got more. You got so so much room for activities. It's insane. It's a lot of activities. Lots of activities. The two by four, and you know, if you've if it's just you and your girlfriend going out, and you want to get a little bit frisky, set up the two man blind. Even then, there's too much room. There's too much room. You're so going to you be one. You're you going to bring be, her friend with you. Yeah. <laughs> Blake said, I'm in. <laughs> and he doesn't want the uncool one. <laughs> no, not the uncool one. So, luckyduck.com, the two by four blind. It's got pockets uh, and just the extra room. It, it, it's it's the way to go. Luckyduck.com. <coughs> We're also brought to you by Pacific Game Calls. Mm. I think it's actually mm-hmm. PacificCustomCalls.com. Spec call is out of this world. Uh, we've got a lot of those smart bastards around here right now, and uh, I think we're all pretty well. Stoner, you're you're blowing that spec, aren't you? Tooting on the the Pacific is nice speckle belly call. Very easy to blow. Very easy to blow. I learned how to blow it in about an hour. It's too easy to blow because I'm used to old speckle belly calls where you got to like clamp down on it and get your back pressure right. Oh. It was too easy to blow. I was I was messing it all up. I, if I go from my honker call to that, Oof. it's terrible because I use too much air. Too much air. Mm-hmm. That's PacificCustomCalls.com. P- PacificCustomCalls.com. They've also got Canada calls. They've got a little squeaker call for lessers if you're out there uh, at the bottom of the flyway or in the Pacific Northwest and you're going after lessers, uh, PacificCustomCalls.com, and they can hook you up. they got a really, really good one out there. So go look them up for whatever you need. And right now. If you go to PacificCustomCalls.com, you can save yourself some money. You can save 25% by using the promo code BHP25. Use it at checkout. You can save yourself 25%. We're also brought to you by Looking Glass Duck Club. Tell us about Looking Glass. Oh, Andy. my goodness. Listen, don't try, to get a, don't try to be a member of this because all the spots are filled, but they've got some sweet-ass hoodies, Okay. Uh, it is a guy. He's looking for. He's looking, looking through the glass at some ducks, and it's a fucking rifle. It is the sweetest hoodie <laughs> on the market right there, now. There's literally a three by nine by forty on top of a twelve gauge. Yeah, with a big old honker just coming in. That's it is awesome. It is the sweetest. There's a honker or ducks. I think it's it's all ducks. Yeah. yeah. Looking Glass Duck Club, they've got a badass hoodie. I don't think they're taking any spots into their duck club, but if you want a sweet-looking hoodie uh, for the for the winter months that are about to come on us in February and March, because that's how shit rolls right now. There we go. Where is this located? Look up uh, Logan Payette. How do you spell Payette? I'd have to look on my cell phone. <laughs> that's a tongue twister. Well, we'd just get Logan on here one day. Yeah, fuck it. We'll get Logan on here. Mr. Logan Payette. Message Sky underscore Jack underscore Outfitters for the best looking hoodie on the market. It's a guy aiming at some ducks with a rifle scope on a shotgun. Looking Glass Duck Club. And let's jump into our last sponsor. No, we got two to go. William and Chris Wines. Valentine's Day's coming up. We've turned the calendar. You and your sweetheart. Boy, I bet you're gonna fuck that present, that gift up. 
Well, you did Christmas. No, he did good on the Christmas. No, he didn't. What she said. Yeah, but Thank she's you, just Stoner. telling us that. No, Stoner. she loved uh, it. Jesse always makes Andy look better yeah, than well, he Michelle really is. Michelle told Jesse he did good. Anyway. So what, what are we doing for Valentine's when Day? When you're Andy? ready to rub belly buttons together and shine your belt buckle, you need to go to williamandchriswines.com, get the skeleton key, tell him I sent you. The panty dropper. The panty dropper is what it should have been called. The skeleton key is the key to the chest. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Serve it at room temperature. You're talking about the skeleton key, right? <laughs> either, either one. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Medium, medium rare steak. Some little, little bit of lobster, boiled lobster. I don't know how you do it on nice the Nice crisp asparagus. How do you do how do you do your lobster? We don't have fucking lobsters in Maryland. They got you crabs. Don't? How do you do your crabs? <laughs> fucking steam, steam them. That's it? Yeah. Any other or way? Cra- or crab cakes. Mm. Yeah. You know, crab cakes. That takes a little bit of work, though. Yeah, if it's handmade. So, let's so go back a to the medium wine. rare steak with a nice tall glass of skeleton key from William and Chris Wines, and oh. the panties drop. It just happens. It's magic. I don't know. WilliamandChrisWines.com. Skeleton key. It's my favorite. I'm going to send you home with a bottle. So Valentine's Day will be a little bit better than Christmas for you, Joshua. My birthday's before Valentine's Day, so it's the best of both worlds. I'll send you two bottles. You can have one for both occasions. Uh, Last but not least, we're brought to you by Stanford Hunting Outfitters. We're back in the turkey game. Turkey season's coming up. Yep, if you want to book a turkey hunt, you need to holler pretty fast. Limited. Limited spots. Limited Limited. spots. But you did. If you want a turkey, better holler at me pretty fast. I've got a list of guys to call, so I don't know how many I'm going to have open, so you better holler at me real fast. And be one on two, and you'll get a hunt with Andy. You get to hunt with me. We have picked up some of the most premier, the most prime. Throw in another adjective. It's been wet. It's been warm. It's right on. This place is right off of the river. I don't know how many rooster on this bitch, but it's going to be a lot of turkeys taken off of it. So if you're in the market for a turkey hunt, call us. Call us quickly, and we can take care of you. I am looking forward to this turkey season. It is going to be ugly. That's StanfieldHunting.com. Always get my own damn website. I've only had a website for 25 fucking years. StanfieldHunting.com or call me 940-658-3172. And for the record, I do answer my own phone. Everybody calls me. It seems like, is this Jeff? Is this Jeff? Who the fuck else you think is going to answer the phone? A lot of guys are looking for Andy this time of the year, and I understand because you'd rather talk to me than Jeff. But and I might give you one, one shell of Boss Tom because that's all it's going to take if you're turkey hunting with me. Oh, so Andy's including a Tom shell. I will give you one Boss (laughs) Boss Tom shot shell. No extra charge. No extra charge. I'm just going to give it to you. It's one. Do with it what you want. And have you seen the patterns on the new loads? Hundred percent. So, anyways, if you want to partake in this Boss Tom Stanfield hunting turkeys, give me a call at 940-658-3172. I better call Brandon now and get some Boss Tom down here. Here we go. Three, two, 
one. Boom, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. I'm Jeff Stanfield. I'm Andy Shaver. Nobody else is here today. They all left us, Andy. They're tired. They're all taking naps, beauty naps. Little bitches. Everybody's tired. Everybody is. I'm but tired. But I'm, I'm, I'm not, still you're here. You're not tired? I'm tired, but okay. I'm here. We have two days left. Two days. This is Friday, the last Friday of the season. Goose hunted today, crane hunted today, and duck hunted today. Had a really good duck hunt. Had a decent goose hunt and a slow crane hunt today. Mm-hmm. Open book. Um, <clears throat> talk about a few things going on in the waterfowl. Cassandra Ledesma, how are you doing over there? Okay, good, good. Cassandra made the podcast. Her dad, Big Head Fred, he ain't made it yet, but Cassandra has. Hmm. Uh, what'd you say? Using your government name? No, 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 no. Sorry. Oh. So, uh, what's this? Sh- what, who the fuck's going to pay $70 for a box of shotgun shells? Nobody. Nobody. Well, somebody will. Who? I don't know who. I don't know nobody I run with. They're they're gonna they're gonna rebate it. You think so? It's the only way. What what do Half you off? What, what do you think? The well, it's still it's still forty dollars a or, box or whatever. They're gonna rebate it to where it's probably forty to fifty bucks a box. That's still a shitload of money for a box of shells. It's a lot of money. A lot I, of money. I just I couldn't believe that when I saw that yesterday. And I'm talking about the fed, the new federal tungsten. Is that what it is? Bismuth. Federal bismuth. Bismuth. For seventy dollars. A freaking box. Yeah, they they they'll have to rebate it. I don't see any other way. I mean, nobody's gonna pay full no, price for it. There, there will be somebody. There's people so out there pay seventy dollars. There's some people that have a lot of money that if they try to. Hey, look at this shit. Seventy dollars. There's a guy but out there I don't think it just because it's high. I I don't think of federal as okay. Federal's been around a long time, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like Winchester. If Winchester. You know, people buy experts because they're cheap. I think people buy federal, and they've got the black cloud, I know, but I don't know of many people that are buying federal just because it says federal on it. It, it If federal, Winchester came out and... Who owns federal? Well, fuck up federal, I guess. I don't know. Do they have anything besides... Do they sell anything besides shotgun shells? Mm, I don't know. I don't either. You're, I mean, you're asking the wrong. But guy. like I know Win- Winchester's I know in the guns, Remington's in guns. Most, most, you know. I know they do uh, Black Cloud, which is kind of their, you know, their little specialty. But I mean, I just don't know of a lot of people that buy Federal just because it says Federal on the box. And if it's seventy dollars, then I don't. It just feels like it's not in their wheelhouse. When I when when I was a young kid growing up, you could buy Federal ammo, Federal shotgun shells. And you could buy Peters, and I'm assuming Winchester Remington, I guess. I don't remember. But I always used to buy Federal a long time ago. But that was when there wasn't just a ton of choices like there is. you know. And now Boss is just taking over, and I, Boss is by far the best I've ever shot. Yeah. But I can't imagine $70. I can't imagine someone sitting down at a meeting with a bunch of executives in New York <laughs> and saying, you know, our price point needs to be $70 a box. And people saying, I agree. I think that's a good deal. Says Federal Premium Ammunition is an American Ameri- ammunition manufacturer. It is a wholly owned subsidiary of Vista Outdoors. So it's a subsidiary of Vista, and I don't know what Vista all owns, but anyways, that's what I was curious about. I just I saw that and I thought seventy freaking dollars. You've lost your fucking mind. A lot of money. I'm curious to see because we see every product there is here: guns, ammo, whatever. It comes through the doors here. We see it all, and I. When the guy's shooting $70 box of shells, someone's going to say something around here. Yeah. 
Because when I he shoots so. at that third shot, you're thinking, that's fucking $9 you just shot there. <laughs> that's your third shell. <laughs> better better shoot them wisely. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I assume that they'll rebate them 20 bucks off, 30 bucks off, and then that'll kind of get them in some people's hands. Well, $70, I don't think it's going to get very many people's hands. But it was interesting. That's just some of the stuff in the waterfowl industry that I've seen. And I can tell everybody's tired. I keep seeing the rants and raves from other outfitters bitching about this or bitching about that. And it's been a tough season this year. Mm-hmm. I know some guys in certain areas have just smoked the birds pretty heavy the last three or four weeks, but it's been a tough year. we got some clients that come in today from northern Oklahoma, and they shoot a lot of ducks on their own. They haven't shot any birds this year. Yeah. So it's really been hard. No winter. Mm-mm. I even saw where one of Damon Lane out of Oklahoma City or one of the meteorologists from that area put on Facebook today that – it's been this. Is this the winter? We will have no winter. Well, yeah. Unless I mean, February or March could be really cold. But he said this could be the winter that we absolutely have zero winter, and we've had none. And I follow Joe Bastardi on Twitter, and he keeps he keeps talking about this big reversal. But I don't think it's going to come. I mean, if you were I looked at statistically, the ten day, yes. If statistically it's going to happen because it always does. But every time you look at ten days, it stays the same. Now we're starting to see the ten day trend. We're starting to warm up again. Where even this winter, it was it was 10 days of not nothing happening, but it's still the, the highs were 51, 52, 53. Now we're looking at 64, 65, 64, 60. The days are getting longer and it's getting warmer. Yeah, I'm looking at the 10-day right now. 71 tomorrow, 66, 70 Monday, 56 with rain, 63, 57, 59, 64, 70, so... Spring is here. It feel like it feels feels like it never left. It was I can chilly remember this morning though. I was siding my house in October, putting some siding on, and that was butt cold. It was freezing cold, cold in October. Yeah, it was. October's the coldest month we've had, and that was it. Or the coldest days we've had all year have been in October, just about. Um, the million dollar question, and I have gotten it a bunch the last week. Is we most of, we're, we're selling, we pre book a lot of our hunts, and then we got a lot of new customers that are wanting to book podcast guys just guys from wherever the million dollar question when is the best time of year and when is the weather going to be right those are two things i can't tell you mm-hmm. i can tell you historically when the best time of the year is and i can tell you what the average weather is but i cannot predict that and that is what people ask me all the time well, what do you think the weather will be like then fuck i have no clue because if you'd have told me in january we was going to have a 30 mile an hour north wind and we would be 60 degrees i said you'd lost your damn mind <laughs> or if you'd have told us we'd go Three weeks in December without a cold front. Yeah, I was saying there's no way. What do uh, you think they messed up on the pintail count this year? I, I, from what we have here, it looks like. I mean, we got a lot of pintails here. You know, the duck hunters last yesterday, fucking 15 minutes and they were done, done on pintails. So shot a dozen pintails in 15 minutes. Yeah, and watched dozens and, and they, dozens and dozens and dozens go by. And they said they shot one hen by mistake. You know, they were just shooting drakes only. Um, we got a lot of pintails here, but we always seem to have a lot of pintails here. I wish it would have been nice if we could have two pintails because those guys yesterday that shot, you know, one pintail and a couple, I think they shot some widgeon and some mallards. You know, all of a sudden now you get your two pintails, you get a widgeon and a mallard to go with it, and then, you know, you're you're in the ball game of shooting a, shooting a limit. Have you noticed there's more duck hunting purists than there are goose hunting purists? Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The guys only that, shooting green or drakes or whatever. Yeah. The guys that left today, the th- we had three gentlemen from Shreveport here. Yeah. They're really nice guys. One of them is Steve Barber. 
because of the shaker decoy. Oh, okay. Real, very nice man. But was visiting with him, and he they, they they duck hunt. That's what they do. They're older guys. They're retired, and they duck hunt. They have a duck camp in northeast Texas. They got a duck camp in Mississippi. They go to, and that's all they do is shoot ducks. And he was he was talking about just just by talking to him, he appreciates and respects the duck. And I really enjoy gentlemen like that because he'll go out and sit on a place all day long to shoot a couple of greenheads. Yeah, because it means something to him. <clears throat> It's not the actual pulling the trigger. It's the actual hunt. And that gentleman that left today is the kind of, we need young people like that in the sport. He's not worried about impressing nobody. Yeah, but even that guy had to go through. No, no, no I'm not saying that he wasn't. I'm just saying we need more people like that that appreciate and respect the duck hunt more than the duck killing. Well, it's not going to come from the young guys. It can't. No, it's got to be something you grow into. But he was just a very enjoyable man to talk to about decoys, about yeah. guns, about dogs, everything about it. He was an interesting man. Mm-hmm. And there, we get a lot of people through the doors, and there's people that every night there's someone here that I enjoy visiting with because they got a different story or their background's different. He was just a really interesting cat. But he, he was just reminding me of an old-fashioned duck hunter that they had years and years ago. But, you know, he probably had a job where he worked nine months out of the year, and he took all his off time during waterfowl hunting. Yeah. And guys like that are really – I just enjoy them a lot. You had a James Washington yesterday and did I the football. Did. Yeah, he had a good time. He, much my, much hindsight on what's going on with the Steelers for the no, average fan? You know, I didn't I – didn't, we didn't get into a whole lot of football talk. Uh, he said he'd come back on the podcast, so I figured we can talk about it then. But you know, it's just—I'm sure he—I'm sure that's kind of the last thing he wants to talk about. His mind's in a different place. For you know, he said he goes—he'll go to Florida in March, so he gets—you know—he gets this time, and you know, I didn't want to bug him about about football because in March he's going to be, you know, thinking about it again. So. so you're telling me when you get done with goose season, you want to talk about goose hunting all the time with people? Uh, it's not, uh, with the podcast, I kind of have to, but, uh, it does get a little stale. That's why I'm, that, you know, we talk about other things. Thank God. I couldn't imagine just talking straight waterfowl on here. I couldn't do it. There was no way we could. We'd cover everything in two weeks. Oh, and like, you know, I've lived it for the last three or four months. So, you know, I'll talk about it just cause it's in my wheelhouse, but, and I enjoy it, but. If we fucking put ourselves in that box, it would be a nightmare. Is this the busiest that you can remember being? Well, yeah, because we've got, we've got, you also got, I got two small kids and then we got to stay up on top of this. So, but I'm talking about around here. Yeah. It's as busy as it's been since in the last, since before Obama got elected. Yeah. But we're back to George Bush days busy. Well, and just, I've got a lot more on my plate now because when we were so busy then, I didn't have two kids. Didn't have a podcast. Uh, it's it's just it's been a lot more on me. Just like right now, it's fucking one thirty. I woke up at three thirty today. And you got duck hunt at three thirty. I got a duck hunt at three thirty. So, what are you gonna do next I, week on your time off? Uh, well, the kids are going. Well, Jesse and the kids are going out of town. So, uh, I mean, they go out of town Saturday and they come back Wednesday, but. So Monday we'll have cleanup day here, and then Tuesday and Wednesday I probably won't do too much. I'll probably straighten up my pickup, and it's pretty bad. Kind of get some shit put away, but that's really it. What's going to be the off-season ritual for Lou this year? We're going to have to do something because he's got a lot of energy. (laughs) 
lot of energy. How much weight do you think he's lost? I bet he's down to about 80 pounds, 75 or 80 pounds. So he's lost 30, 30 pounds almost. Yeah, he looks good. Looks good. He's fast, got energy. His hair's growing back on his tail already. I didn't think that happened until about six or eight months, but that's coming back. So he's getting into shit in the house again. No, he's not getting into shit, but he's just, he don't want to fucking sit around. So we'll do bumpers every day or something like that. I'm not going to work him too much in February, but. We think about getting a new puppy yet? No. Not even close. Not even close. Your wife would kill you. With this newfound energy, three more years. Until you get a puppy. Well, yeah, until I start looking. I think when he's 10, Lord willing, no accidents, makes it that long, 10 years old. Uh, we'll start looking. Start looking at maybe breeding them or something like that. Are you going to do a started dog or are you going to buy no, a, I'll a do puppy? No, I'll do it all myself. I'll do it all myself. you done a hell of a job with Lou. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. dad, you, dad helped a lot, didn't he? Uh, with the force fetching and stuff like that. I read, uh, well, it was his recommendation. I read Water Dog. Um, but, yeah, every night we, we would uh, we would remodel my house. We, I just bought a house. We'd, re, we'd work on it, and then... My in-laws would cook us dinner. Ron would come over for dinner every night, and then we would go train Lou for about an hour. So those days were long, too. But it was it was a lot of fun. Force fetching was something uh, took. It seemed like it took a long time. Looking back, it was probably only about two weeks. But we would force fetch him, and then that was it. And that was kind of boring for me. Um, and a lot of the the other stuff we we. I know why he stuck with it. He stuck with it so that you know, you don't want to gloss over some of these things because you know you want it you want it down before you move on. But we stayed with some things. You know, Ron, he doesn't get in a hurry with anything. No, not at all. And there were some things that I think that we maybe three or four days we stayed with it too long. But you know, he's got his way. He's he's finished way more dogs than I ever probably will. So you know, I wasn't fucking with his timeline. <laughs> Dad, uh, but you know that that was the year that we got kicked out of Canada too. Was the year that Lou was so young, so I kind of had a clock. Like we're leaving for for Canada in September, so you know we're still on heel, and it's you know April, and I didn't see how we were going to make that happen, but we did, or May, whenever it was, but we made it happen. But yeah, I would like to. I want all of my dogs to come from Lou, so I need to look at maybe like freezing some semen or something. Because some vets have told me that as they age, that uh, they start swimmers start swimming in circles and not a straight line. So that would suck. Get him to be ten years old and then not be able to get another one. Do you? Do you? Because he's big. I like the. I like the big. Do you, do, do, are you concerned with you having to? Uh collect the semen because he's already a little funky and kind of perverted anyways do you, you see a little issue there well i won't be collecting the semen oh you're not well no i'll send them to a fucking vet oh, okay they'll milk them or something i don't know what they do. milk them <laughs> <Put> the <laughs> they do it with horses all the time i'm sure that they can do it with a dog i don't know if they stick a finger up his ass or what they do to make it pop out but I will not be doing uh, it. Hook him up to Turbo 7000. Mm-hmm. The guides have one over their quarters over there. <laughs> when he got that prostate exam, I felt bad enough for him. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, well. <laughs> this is great. Three more years. Three more right. years. Plus, that- Jameson will be four, so he won't be as, you know, as hard to deal with. So we can kind of start thinking about another puppy. Then. Oh, I have a feeling Jameson's going to be tough to deal with for y'all forever. <laughs> well, I just mean... 
He is going to be the bad child. He's in the he. He's at the age where he doesn't understand a whole lot, but he's into a whole lot. So you can't negotiate as well with. He's going to be into a whole lot forever. I think you'll be able to negotiate with him. You hope we will. We'll see. Okay, Dad's on his farewell pheasant hunt probably today. We've been saying that for three years. I've been on three farewell hunts with him. <laughs> well, all his friend, all his old fireman buddies come up and they did a big hundred bird pheasant hunt today. Yep. And Dad went, but I, was he excited? Was he ready to get out the door? I wasn't here this morning when they left for it. I'm oh. sure he was. He wanted to duck hunt with y'all or goose hunt with them the other day, but they were laying on their the, back. They laying on the back, and there were guys that were in much better shape than him, and they were having problems. Yes, with the way that we had to hide. But I. I hope that Dad makes it another year. I, I mean, I'm praying that he does. But I want him to be. I want him to be able to live. I don't want it to be where he can't do shit. But I, I think this is Dad's probably one of his last pheasant hunts he'll get to do if he gets to go do any more after this. I'm not trying to be. I mean, just caught the way I see it. But Dad is Dad's Dad's in a good place in his mind and stuff. And but you can tell he's really going way down, and this mm-hmm. meant a lot to him. And a lot of the guys aren't even hunters that come up and they just rode around. Just old guys that rode in the fire department. They got a lot of stories now. Let's talk about why we hunted bird pheasant hunt. Mm-hmm. Well, he's Would not you, here to defend himself, so I was going to bring it up. But we go ahead and bring this up. We'll have him on to defend himself. But we did a hunted bird pheasant hunt because we had a shitload of pheasants left over. Well, I made a good deal on the hunt for the guys. No, I understand. But but there's a reason you had to make a good deal. Bo, who's not here to defend himself, but. He will have his chance before he gets up the door. He'll have his chance in court. It has a little problem with arithmetic, I think. Yeah. We play poker here at night a lot. and Not complicated games. like We play number games, 1030, 333, 727, and you got to count your face cards. Cards are face value, and then face cards are a half a point. Ace is a 1 or 11. It's pretty simple. And them fuckers get out their calculators when they start adding up shit. I'm like, what the fuck? It's basic fucking math. So, anyways, Dad, not Dad, Bo, a couple of weeks ago, I said, I need to get a pheasant count before I get to Oklahoma. I need to order more birds. We did it all. I thought, well, I'll get 200 extra birds. So, we'll have, or, or we'll get, we need 200 birds. So, I said, okay, I'm going to get 200 birds. Well, we hunted and hunted and hunted and hunted. The other day, I said, how many birds we got left? He come back and told me, he goes, I think we got 140 birds left. I go, 140 fucking birds? We should have been done with birds by now. Out. I'd looked at the counter because I wouldn't book any more pheasant hunts because I knew we was going to birds and I knew right. Bo was leaving the end of January and Dad can't do the pheasant hunts no more and I knew you and Tony would not do good as a pheasant guy. I'll do them. Me and Lou. He needs exercise anyway. Well, still there's 90 birds left? Motherfucker. He miscounted again? God, oh fuck. So anyways, he comes to me yesterday and he tells me, he said, uh, we had a 50 bird hunt also and he said, um, yeah, there's 190 birds in there. I go, what? I go, and, and this was with the 50 bird hunt. So we're still 50 bird. He fucked up again, so there should have been 140 left. So I told him, I said, how the fuck did we? I said, we've been on these same 200 birds. I said, so either our bird guy brung us three or 400 extra birds, or you miscounting <laughs> a little bit. Oh, I think he just brung extra birds. <laughs> that guy didn't bring no extra birds, I promise you. No. Maybe two or three birds extra by accident, but nothing like that. I got to talking to him. He's like, they're fucking hard to count. Because they move around and they blend into one another, so I'm like, you you admit that it was tough. He's like, ah, it's, yeah. We told he tells me last night. He goes, he comes in. He goes, your dad talked to me and we figured out where I went wrong on the birds. 
I go, what did he say to you? He said, well, he counts the birds from outside of the pen. I was in there walking through the birds trying moving to count them? them, and they were moving. Oh, fuck. I go, well, yeah, that's common sense. He said, so <laughs> I went down and counted them, and when we should, he said, we either have 188 or 190, and then we had a 50-bird hunt or something. <laughs> I'm like, so he's in there counting so them. So he was walking them with them as they were oh, moving around. Fuck. So he said, and your dad said, just stand outside of the deal. So he said, I stood out and counted them, and I got a better count this time. I go, I don't understand how we ever, how we got from, from 200 to 400 birds, because somehow we, we were 400 more birds than we needed. And he's been busy, too. I mean, we've sold a bunch of bird hunts. But yeah. I, either I have figured out two things. Either the Clark Lake's making making water, because the water ain't went down in that sandwich at all this year, mm-hmm. and our pheasant pen makes pheasants. Yeah gotta be there's no other there's no other they're hatching and they're full-grown adults uh, yeah it's just and it's every day and every day he does a hunt and he comes back and we got more birds than when he started on the hunt <laughs> i'm like what the fuck happened here <laughs> so when, anyway some guys got a good deal on a hundred bird hunt yeah but usually like in the in the years past dad would take care of the birds and right. dad was the complete opposite this is what dad does dad comes in the office we're gonna be out of birds tomorrow <laughs> i'd be like we got three hunts on tuesday yeah, I know. I'm going to have to call Fred and try to get some birds. I'm like, fuck, Dad, let, give us a fucking, you know. Yeah. When we get to 100 birds or we're, we're two hunts away, because a lot of times we do 50 bird hunts, right. let me know and we'll get 600 more birds here. So Dad was always the opposite. He was always, I'd have to remind him, or he'd come in, oh, fuck, we're out of birds. i got to hunt in two days. I'm like, shit. Where, now we got birds now, for the, the next year. We just get extra birds. <laughs> Poor Bo. Yeah. He hadn't fucked up really all season long. No, he's been a great hand. He's done a great, great job. But just the little things like that. Just... <laughs> it's funny to it's funny to fuck with him because he, he takes his job seriously, which is what you want. But he's, uh, he, been, he's been a very valuable asset. Uh, everybody fucks up, though. Oh, he does. It's... He told Ron before he told anybody. They were we we went in the office last night and it's just Bo and Ron. Bo's got this look on his face like, oh fuck, I don't want to tell him about this. And he was like, yeah, Ron was giving me advice on what to do. Jeff's like, what'd you tell him? What was the advice? We'd figure it out. Like, dad, that's dad, it. Dad, we'll figure it out. Dad really likes Bo because mm-hmm. I was worried about this handoff from Dad to someone else because I thought this is not going to be good. Dad's going to battle this the whole way, and you thought that too. Yeah. And Dad's been very positive about Bo. And Bo is a very polite young man. The customers really have liked him. We didn't fuck up the count when Ed was doing it. No, I have to give that for Ed. Ed was better better at counting than Bo is. Maybe Ed saw the the Ron Stanfield method of counting pheasants before Bo Bo probably never saw it. Bo probably never saw the Ron Stanfield method of counting pheasants. Ed had a lot of common sense, though. Yeah, getting in the pen and moving them as you try to count, I can see where that'd be tough. They all look the same after about 20. Well, it's real simple to me, and I explained to him last night. Listen, we get 600 birds. You get a marker down there. I don't keep up with them. I've got enough shit to keep up with. In the barn, put a marker down there and put 600 pheasants, and we minus 30 right. today and 50, 60. 70. And when we get within 100, 125 right. birds, you tell me. I look at the calendar and say, we're going to need 600 more birds next week and that do would it be, again. That would be very simple. That, it's a real simple process. An ongoing tally. You know, and – when we were running tons of pheasant hunters like we used to, and we're going to get to that point again, I used to just have 600 birds delivered every 10 days. Yeah. And that was pretty normal. And Now, but, Jeff, I'll do the pheasant hunts in the springtime. Me and Lou need the exercise. Lou needs to do it. I can have Lou and Ollie 
The Lolly Show. Ollie is not a pheasant dog. He will have stickers all over him when we get him out. Well, we're we got have, all them bird dogs down there. Ah, they're not. They're, I, I don't fuck with bird dogs. Why? They're just. I don't do them. They're nasty. How are they nasty? I don't know. They just fucking look dingy. <laughs> I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a. Those pointers. Every pointer. You've done pissed off some more people in this. Well, podcast. I don't. I don't like pointers. They they seem goofy. They're high strung. See, you're you're agreeing with me. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. They're just a little bit high strung. Lou is used to me. He's used to my laid back attitude. We would meander through, and then Ollie, Ollie would be, you know, he's got he's got something in him. Ollie's very laid. Ollie's birdie. He'd go get the birds. There's no doubt. You. He's just he's a laid back dog. Um, what you think about Eli Manning retiring? It was good for him. It was time. Yeah, he should retire three years ago. Oh, about three years ago. His last three years have been horrible. No, yes. 20, 2015. Horrible. Oh, five years ago. No, he was like number five. And 2015 was five years ago. Three years. The last three years he's been horrible. Yeah. It was time. It was definitely time. Uh, did did he? Did, when you look him in the face, does he not just look like he's dumber than fuck? Yeah. He always has that confused look on his face. Yep. He had a good career. Hall of Famer or no? Um, Two Super Bowls. <sighs> yes. Borderline. Yes, he's a, he's a Hall of Famer. If his last name wasn't Manning, he wouldn't get in there. You don't think so? No. Hey, two Super Bowls. Not in their period or not on the no, first ballot? not on in their period. Wow. Yeah, just because you win two Super Bowls doesn't make you a great. I mean, what about everybody else on that team that won two Super Bowls? Well, they weren't the quarterback. Well, but there's a lot of players on that team that were on that but that won two Super Bowls. Yeah, but they didn't have the longevity, the career that he had. How many how many Super Bowls did Phil Simms win? Um, he's a Hall of Famer. Probably two, maybe. I guess I don't know. I know somebody that does know Phil Sims, quarterback. Where does it say? It's gonna tell me. I think he won two. He may have only won one. He might have, because he uh, he won with the tuna. Yep. Nope. Two Super Bowls. Phil Sims won two Super Bowls. Twenty-one and twenty-five. Okay. He's Super Bowl MVP. Uh, MVP in 1986. Well, Eli Manning got an MVP one time, and he shouldn't have got mm, the MVP. Maybe Phil Simms is not a Hall of Famer. I don't know if he is or isn't. Does not say it here. He's in the Giants Ring of Honor. Okay, he's not in the Hall of Fame. David Terrell won one of those MVPs for Eli with that catch behind his helmet. Remember that? Yep. If it wasn't for that catch, they'd have never made it. David Terrell should have been the MVP of that game. Um, I don't know that... I just don't think I don't think Eli Manning's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Hmm. Too many shitty years at the end. I think Philip Rivers is a Hall of Fame quarterback. You're insane. No, I don't. I think so. Look at their numbers beside each other. Okay. And you see who's is better? I will do that. Eli Manning versus Philip Rivers. We'll see their numbers. Uh, da, 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 da. Do you think uh, Philip Rivers is hanging it up? No. I think he ends up being quarterback for. I think Tampa Bay's where he's going to. They end said up at, that, or, did they say he moved to Florida? Moved his family to Florida? Florida? I don't know. I know he moved. I see him at Tampa Bay or Carolina next year. I wouldn't see. I wouldn't be surprised if him and Cam Newton flip side flip jobs. Really? Yeah. If Tom Brady don't take the San Diego job. Hmm. Uh, do you think Anthony Lynn is on the hot seat? Uh, yes, but I don't think he's a bad coach. Okay, here we go. Eli Manning stats, 57,000 yards, okay. 366 tutties, uh-huh. 244 INTs. Okay. 
Do you remember all that? Yep. You sure? Yep. Now let's look up Philip Rivers. And you've got to add two Super Bowls to Mr. Manning's. No, I understand that. Because I, I, I think that you're going to. 57, 364, and 244. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Four. No, that ain't right. Here we go. 59. Uh-huh. Uh. One. Oh, 397. Okay. 198. Better numbers all the way around. More touchdowns, By less 2, interceptions, and more, and more yards. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> Those said, two Super Bowls for Eli Manning. Not not saying that. That's I'm just that's ten thousand yards. Well, he's not done though. He will. He is too. No, he'll play again. He's gonna have a sixty thousand yard passing career. He's gonna throw for over sixty thousand <clears> yards. <throat> he's gonna have over four hundred touchdowns. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Not over Eli. I think that he's a better quarterback and a better and a better work makeup of work than Eli Manning. That's just my opinion. Eli probably will get in the Hall of Fame because he's a Manning. And two Super Bowls. Well, there's a lot of guys who won two Super Bowls and not in the Hall of Fame. Two quarterbacks with his career? Uh, how good is his career, though? It was really good the first 10 years. The last 10 years sucks. Wow. I mean, he's horrible. The last six years he's been absolutely horrible. Listen, I'm not an Eli Manning fan, but I'm just saying that he's going to be – Is Roethlisberger a Hall of Fame guy? See, I think he is. He has three Super Bowls, two Super Bowls. Yeah, and he lost one too, so three. Lost to my Packers. It's huh. three. Mm. He'll get in for sure. Okay, Drew Brees get in? Oh yeah, he should be first ballot. Um, yeah, I think so too. Uh, there's some other quarterbacks out there that are questionable that 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 aren't going to get in either. Um, I guess I think some of them though. They're Not good. you can't think of any with two Super Bowls. Especially not in our modern era because it's either won by Tom Brady, Manning, or Flacco. Flacco's not. He doesn't have the career yet. He doesn't have the body of work. No, not even close. But I think Phillip Rivers is a Hall of Fame quarterback. He'll probably get in. Is Russell Wilson a Hall of Fame quarterback? Yes, 100%. I think so, too. Is Cam Newton a Hall of Fame quarterback? No. Not even close, I don't think. No. He doesn't have the body of work. But he's got one Super Bowl. Did he? he didn't. They got beat by Denver in the Super Bowl, nine yeah, to six but he or didn't something. Win? No, but he was in a Super Bowl though. Right. Just getting to Super Bowls to me is no. He's he doesn't have Cam a Newton does not have a close, not even close. I don't think he hasn't even been in the league ten years, has he? Not yet, I don't think. So, but there's been there's been lots of quarterbacks that have been to Super Bowls. Not very many have won two, but I don't think Eli Manning is a very good quarterback. I think he is a good, solid NFL player, but I do not think he has Hall of Fame stats. But his last name's Manning, so I think he will get in. And two Super Bowls. He's getting in. First ballot. Is Peyton in the Hall of Fame yet? He hadn't been retired long enough. Okay. You got to be retired, I think, three years. He'll be a first time ballot. Yep. But he wasn't. He didn't win, but one Super Bowl, didn't he? Two. One oh, with the Broncos and yeah. then the. The Colts. defense won one for him one year. It wasn't because of nothing he did this year. Won at nine time. to six or whatever. Yep. Had that run game. All right, somebody's walking in. Who is it? Oh. Anyway, Steve Barber will be here soon. He's duck hunting with us this afternoon. Finishing out the last weekend of the 2019-2020 waterfowl season, which I'm going to say is the worst season we've had since we've been in business when it comes to overall 
the numbers. hunting, the hunting yeah. numbers, the birds. I would agree. And I think it's that way. I'm sure there's have been some other ones. I just don't remember them as much. But this one's it, pretty fresh on the mind. Business-wise, it's been a very, very good year. We are booking mm-hmm. up solid for next year. So if you got days you want to come, you want to come out the Big Honker Podcast group, you know, let me know. We are going to do the rubble and the stumble hunt in December with <laughs> Blake and Dan Ray still. And I'll get I'll start plugging that here pretty quick on that. And we'll do some extra special giveaways. I'd like to thank our sponsors who've stuck with us this year. And I know we don't get enough podcasts out during hunting season. We will start going to the public land segment, the public hunter segment, starting here in two weeks. We'll do that. We'll start having some special guests on. Um, I want to thank our sponsors, Pacific Game Calls, our newest sponsor, great products, Boss Ammo, Dive Bomb Industries, Lucky Duck Spinners, William and Chris Wines, The Looking Glass Duck Club, Looking Duck Gluck, Looking Glass Duck Club. Mr. Logan Pyatt. 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 And Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Appreciate everything you guys have done to help <laughs> us along. Uh, we got a lot of new things coming. We're growing like crazy. We are the number one waterfowl podcast. It's not even close, I don't think, Oh, anymore. you don't have any stats for that? I do, too. I know what our stats are, and I know how much bigger they are. Than they are. Our thing doubles every year. We'll, uh, we'll have a wrap-up with everybody before everybody parts their separate ways so, so we will be doing that tomorrow because i'm gonna be leaving sunday first i'm gonna be the first one out here this year yep we gotta do we'll do a wrap-up and we'll do a pick em. so anyway that's what we got going on so that'll be out beginning of next week appreciate everybody listening thank you god bless you bye